Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Finally, we're back. We are back, live in full effect. Oh, it sucks how I can't. Oh, I can. Okay. I was like, can I add a filter on here, too? <laughs> I don't think I can, actually, because I'm not the one who's doing the live. Probably don't have one saved. Well, you don't have one saved on that account, probably. Yeah, it's fine. I got my light. Um, yeah. So let's get into some things. All right. There's so much to talk about and so much to discuss. There is so much happening in these streets right now. How? I guess should we just dive right in, or what? What? Yeah. What Shout out everybody in the room. We're just going to talk about some things going on. Live hot podcast topics, time. For sure. Hot, hot topics for sure. Um, I think the first one, at least in my in, on my list, is going to be that Astro World. Um, oh. Travis Scott. Just to kind of like get it out. I know. I mean, everybody. More and more stuff has- keeps coming out. Every five minutes, something else is coming out. It's like, it gets worse and worse and worse. Literally, it keeps getting worse and worse. And the fact of the the fact of the matter remains, in my opinion, and for those who don't know, which I don't know, yeah, let them know what's at going this on. point. So they probably know. Yeah. Travis Scott, who is Kylie Jenner's baby daddy, but also in his own right is a rapper. He had one of his known performances at one of these, um, I don't know if it was like what you call like a park or um, it's not an auditorium. So it was actually, it's a, um, it's a broken down six flags in Houston that he kind of converted into his own music festival. That's how it started. He like took over, I think some old six flags or something and started his own music festival. Got it. So then there's Mm -hmm. that. And um, so essentially, just imagine yourself at a big old wide park. There's no like security in terms of like, you know, each row has someone looking out to see. I mean, it's just a maj page. Anybody can come bring your red cup type of event. And what happened was during the show, you know, it was just this Maj of people, this mass of people that bum rushed the stage. Apparently, there was around fifty thousand people there. That is what they're saying estimate, um, which to me is way too many people anyway. I mean, that's just that's just ridiculous. Um, in these times, anyway, with COVID and all the other things, maybe back then when we didn't have that, then it's normal. But now it's definitely too many people. Um, and yeah, they just started to bum rush the stage, and eight people. Um, are known to be dead from this event. Um, there were several people that got injected with needles. The, the, the substance that was in the needles is to be determined. They're not sure what it is as of yet. Um, there were hundreds of people allegedly that were injured. Um, several that passed out just because they couldn't breathe. I mean, imagine just a bum rush of people. You don't know what's going on. You're running. You see people running. I mean, it's just a mess. All right. So that's essentially what has happened. And some of the reports that I have seen, Whitney, have kind of blamed, well, not put all the blame on Travis Scott, but they definitely have 
said some, and this is some, you know, it's two-sided. There's some that are like, absolutely, he had nothing to do with it. How would he know when you're up on stage? It's hard to see what's going on out there with all the lights and all that type of stuff. And then you had people that were like, no, he's, he is to blame. I mean, he is one of many people to blame, but he is to blame. Regardless where you fall in the spectrum, you know, I do think it's, you know, outstanding um, gesture of him to pay for all of the funeral expenses refund all the money, you know, and provide therapy to all of the impacted individuals that were there. So I don't know. It's just unfortunate all the way around. It's just unfortunate, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's part goes out to those victims for one. I definitely, I've been to so many music festivals, like a lot. I've been to Coachella, which has like over, I think the capacity of Coachella is usually like 150,000, 150,000 people at any given day. Um, so I've been to a lot of music festivals with a lot of people. It's always been like, oh shit, I don't want to get too deep into that crowd because it will become overwhelming. And once you're in there, you're in there, you're kind of stuck. You can't like come out, you know, especially once the headliner gets on stage, it's kind of just like you're trapped. So the issue here, why this is so crazy is because this is like one of the largest um, casualties they've ever had at a music festival. And in comparison, it's a very small crowd um, as mm. opposed to most festivals. So that's mm. really alarming because it's like, it's only 50,000 yeah. people here, which sounds like a lot, it does. But for a music festival, that's actually not a lot of people. So it's like, I think the most that has died at one festival was like two two people died, um, they said at Woodstock or three people, I don't quote me on that, but they're saying that this is just a very large number of people to have had like casualties because some people are reported being paralyzed or whatever. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the videos, but this is why it's really bad is because there's so many accounts that have been like on camera um, of attendees trying to get security's attention, trying to get cameramen's attention, letting them know like, hey, people are dying out here and that they're basically being ignored. Um, there's a video of Travis like stopping the show to tell security to get someone. And then basically like five seconds later being like, okay, I want y'all to rage. I want y'all to make the ground shake. And it's just like, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because like this is not just uh this isn't just one incident that he's had he's had like a few incidences in the past where he was actually arrested at Lollapalooza um Travis Scott because he told his fans to bum rush the stage past security people ended up getting hurt um he also told one guy to like jump off of the second balcony or something and he ended up getting paralyzed so like this is kind of like a repeated mm -hmm. Yeah, this is kind of like a repeated situation. So a lot of uh, Travis, fans con uh, Travis Scott's fans are now hitting up TikTok and Twitter. And they're basically like, we're not surprised by this. Because when I was going to Travis Scott shows back in the day, he was telling people to rage so much. And rage is like, you know, it started in like the rocker era. But now with these rappers, they're like rock stars slash rappers. So they're telling a lot of their fans to rage and to like, basically that's just being out of control like look up the word rage it's just like being aggressive out of control and um it just it's unfortunate because he's been promoting that and when you promote that at your shows for one that that leaves you a bit more liable and then the fact that he didn't stop the show 
once he knew things were getting out of control, it kind of makes it seem like he didn't care. Um, so he definitely gonna have some liability there. And especially now because the city of Houston released a statement this morning, basically trying to wash their hands saying that they told Travis Scott to shut the show down and mm. actually continued the show for an additional 37 minutes. So they're trying to right now account for the 37 minutes between mm. when they told him to shut the show down and when he actually, he finished his whole set and Jake, uh, Drake came out at the end. So a lot of people now are speculating, oh, well, did he just want to get that headliner performance with Drake, you know, at the end to end his show? And that's why he didn't, you know, stop the show, even though he knew it was like a very serious emergency situation. Um, Kylie Jenner, she posted the ambulance trying to get through the crowd and the ambulance couldn't get, get through the crowd. And so it's just like, y'all saw a freaking ambulance trying to get through the crowd and you didn't stop the show. Like you didn't stay, you didn't even get on the stage and like, hey, everybody chill out, calm down. Everyone make a way for the ambulance so they can get this, you know, take care of whoever is injured. He didn't do right. none of that. And so when you neglect doing that and you invited all yeah. these people into this venue with your name on it, you're the headliner, you, you're going to take some liability for that, you know? Yeah, um, that makes sense. So it, it's, broke all of that down. That yeah, totally it's going to be him. It's going to be. And, and, and it's like when, when shit like that happens, that's why there's insurance. So I'm sure they're hella insured, like Live Nation. The venue's yeah. probably insured. Travis Scott's insured because it's no different as if like I invited you to my house and my house caught on fire, you have every right to sue everyone involved. You can sue right. me, you can sue the building, you can sue the electric company. Like, it's not your fault. You were just in my house and some shit went down. You know what I'm gotcha, saying? So gotcha. it's the same yeah. situation. If you invite all these people to this um, venue, they're going to assume that it's a semi-safe environment for them. And if anything right. does happen emergency-wise, because there are 50,000 people, anything could happen. They're going to assume that you have emergency um, structures put in place and planning for stuff like this to happen. And right. the reports is that they didn't have enough defibrillators. They didn't have enough medical personnel. They didn't have enough of the vehicles to get around the, um, the field, like, in a timely manner. So it's mm -hmm. just, like, for this event to be as huge as it was with a headliner like Travis Scott, they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared. And that's why there's already, like, hella lawsuits like and they're suing everybody they suing everybody they're suing live nation they're suing drake they're suing the management companies the production companies travis scott and they're just gonna no. see what what sticks basically you know mm -hmm. but i think mm -hmm. i personally think they're just gonna try to settle with as many people as possible just try to like yeah. cash out these checks as soon as possible yeah um, but this is gonna be huge i mean i feel like this is definitely gonna impact his career going forward. for sure for sure yeah. uh we you know and we just live in different times like i feel like you know what was once one what we once were might have been able to do like with the whole rage right. rocker you know we can yeah you know all that like energy and it just stays there the most it may get is some drugs that are there, meaning like people, you know, you hear people doing drugs and they're rocking out and they get into a little bit of whatever versus people are dying and, and being injected with me. I mean, that is like night in my fucking day. So, girl, like, and these drugs, it's like, I don't understand this, these steroids, kids these days taking these steroids. drugs and it's like 
everything is um, laced with fentanyl, they say. Yeah, and that's why yeah. it's all these, like, people going into cardiac arrest. And it's just like, y'all, these are not the same drugs from back in the day. Like, y'all cannot right. be playing around with these drugs. Like, Yeah, it's important. Like, if you're going to do them, you need to make sure you know, you know, the people that are, that are dealing, that are what's going, I mean, you, to the point of as safe as possible, right? Don't just like trust anybody. I mean, I, I don't do them, so I can't really tell you exactly the steps yeah. to find the best route, but in I my don't mind, either. what would make but. sense to me would be just to maybe, you know, find someone that you feel safe with, or, you know, by, I don't know. I just, I'd say no to drugs all together but because people will still do them you know you want them to be safe as possible you know by yeah. doing them and they're these drugs are on steroids on steroid steroids now like it's 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 beyond Girl, i can't even it's, handle prescription medicine i'm like how are y'all staying awake on these drugs like yeah i want to be at a concert and shit like how yeah. And you have so many people and i feel so bad for like i said covid has literally just changed a lot of I shouldn't say it's changed people I mean yeah there has been a lot of change but there's been a lot of people that have gone from maybe you know they weren't so well off like like mentally to, mm -hmm. to even worse I mean you've had even people that are semi-stable that COVID hit and now they're just like I mean you so not I guess what I'm saying is people are yeah. out here dealing with just shit you know they were dealing with shit before COVID but I mean, since COVID, people are really feeling different things all at the same time. And it's it's really sad because, you know, um, for a lot of people, I've heard more and more specifically from my close inner circle of people network that I know, a lot of people are lonely. You know, they're lonely. They're they're depressed even more. They're um they just feel isolated. Mm -hmm. It's just, they're just really going through things. And some of them, you may not even realize that they're going through anything because they wear it so well. You know what I mean? That you like, they wear it so well that it's like, not everybody has to look like that, what they've been through. But then for those that, um, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like this misconception, like, girl, I thought you were doing great because you looked at it and like, no, like he, just because I don't share it or I'm not marketing it or, you know, telling it to the world or whatever, and I don't might look a hot mess, doesn't mean that I'm not like, whatever, doesn't mean that, you know, these people aren't in some of the darkest moments, you know, that's why you see people that have committed suicide or whatever the case may be. And you're like, what? I had no idea that they were, you know, it, it just things happen, things happen. And Step I want you strong friends. And that's what I was gonna say. Check on your strong friends. That's 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 basically what I was getting around to. So, yeah, Girl. it's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. So unfortunate. And I know Drake is just like, damn it, why did my ass step out on that motherfucking stage? Because he even said, I saw a clip of it, and he said when he got on stage, he was like, "What's up, y'all? This is my first show in the U.S. in like like two years." because of COVID and shit. So this was like his first day, his first performance in the U.S., stepping on stage, and then boom, this shit happened, like. And I personally don't feel like, and this is totally personal, but I don't feel like there should be, in comparison to, like you said, Coachella and things like that, 150,000, 50,000 people 
seems small in the grand scheme of that. But right now, I just don't feel like in this climate that we should be having, I don't put it like this, I don't feel like we should be packing out things. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily necessary to pack it up. So whether that's, if you have 100 seats and you're trying, the promoters are like, oh man, I could squeeze five more people in here. I don't necessarily know if we are at the point where we are trying to pack out every space. Right. Well, right. the issue with that is also it, it goes by your state, right? So in the state sure. of Texas, they don't have any restrictions on outdoor capacity. So that's Got an you. issue. It may it may actually Got lead to like you. new laws and shit being being written up because it should. If, it it, should. if the venue's outdoors, they don't really have the capacity. But my thing oh, is, the, even I, if you... Do, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, sorry. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to throw in this so you can finish your point that when you said that I was thinking the other thing that I had an issue with was hearing that it was underage there was 14 year olds and 10 year olds there yeah well I mean concerts are always all ages like I've never really been to a concert where it's like a certain age unless it's in a nightclub that's the only no, time that's but true. I guess that's true. when I think about it like I was I was 13 going to cash money young money concerts you know what I'm saying yeah, I'm only 13 14 you're right, you're right. Um, so to me, I understand everyone being so like, because I saw a lot of comments because one of the main losses right now is a nine-year-old boy who is in a coma um, Mm. because he was trampled. He was actually on his father's shoulder. So he was with a parent, but his his dad got tackled and so the boy fell and then he got trampled and you know unfortunately he got put into a coma um so this is one of the first lawsuits that have been pub made public i think he's doing for like one million dollars the family and um all over shade room it was just saying that like he shouldn't have been there blah 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 but what y'all gotta understand is like travis market travis scott he markets two kids like a lot of his stuff a lot of his things, it's like uh, cartoon figures or a lot of his um, memorabilia or what do you call it? Merch. A lot of his merch is cartoons. Yeah. He, he has deals with Fortnite. So his, his music and stuff is in Fortnite and um, McDonald's, you know, promotions yeah. and shit. Like he is marketable to children. They don't put an age restriction on Travis Scott. And I've been True. to a concert with my mom at like age 10 or 11. I want to say I was like 11. I went to like a Brandy concert. But shoot, Silk was there. I think Next was there. You know, all those R&B <laughs> people. I didn't have no damn business being meeting in my bedroom. You know what I'm saying? But it was just it well, was a fun I, concert. Yeah, yeah. You know, vibe. So I sure. see both sides of it. Like, I do. If too. you're, if you're a do. parent and you know your child likes this artist, you're gonna assume I could safely probably take my kid to go see their favorite rapper you know like you're just gonna assume that it's not gonna be super dangerous if it was yeah. you would assume they would say hey this is 18 and up this is Correct. the 18 and up event so and like you said earlier in the conversation or earlier in this part of the 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 segment um about how there really hasn't been any known mass deaths like this is the first one where it's been eight known deaths fatalities at a concert so yeah. you think for, about for it a all... crowd surge for a crowd for a surge crowd, they, crowd, they have yes, had like correct. a stage collapse i think because now people is digging up live nation's dirt and live nation had like 
a concert a few years ago where like a stage collapsed and I think like 12 people died or something like that. So there's been dangerous situations, you know what I'm saying, throughout the years. But for this particular like tramp stampede for a crowd, like right. this is just kind of unheard yeah, of. Speaking from a crowd, yeah, like technical difficulties yeah. and things like that. That's one, that's huge. It's terrible. But like also like having a crowd not being able to contain themselves to the point where they are literally injecting people with needles and security guards with needles and people are you know like it's it's just this is like a whole nother that's what i'm saying they were so unprepared because even there's a there is a video on our page on melon and me podcast page and this is the video of the daytime so this is the entrance of astroworld before any of the shows got started a bunch of fans, about a hundred or so fans, trampeded, uh, stampeded over security and bum rush, bum rush security. So they didn't get their tickets checked. They didn't get searched. They didn't get. Um, they were supposed to like show like negative COVID tests or vaccines. They didn't do that. So even at the very beginning of the concert, there was reports of like what they were hundreds of people coming in and they weren't supposed to. Yeah, like they broke into the concert. That was my thing, too. Like, how were these people? Like, it's one thing to have, like, all these people. But, like, I know at football games, um, specifically, you know, whether it's Titans, NFL, whether it's homecoming, whatever, you have to have, like, clear bags. You have to still go through a little metal detector. You have to still be checked. Bags, they pat you down. Yeah. Like, there's still a process, right? Even That's how it is with Coachella, people, like. Coachella, yeah, it's like you're going a into a prison. You have to go yeah. through so many checkpoints at Coachella. It's like Absolutely. they're not playing about the safety there. So it's just my like thing is they could have used somebody could have brought a gun and shot at the stage. I mean, if me by me finding this information out that you just mentioned, exactly. that people were just coming through. Like at the bare minimum, you guys were stuff. Processes yeah. were not being done. That that's what they were saying. This shit should have been cancel from the beginning yeah. it should have been canceled because it was unsafe from the very beginning it's sad and then people are all over shade room like well it's kind of split i would say but a lot of people are just like what does this have to do with travis scott it has nothing to do with him and i'm just like <laughs> i get he's a celebrity but like everybody has to take accountability for their actions like even if it is your favorite celebrity like yeah yeah you know yeah. i don't know crazy yeah yeah i mean it's it's unfortunate like i said it's unfortunate and i also feel like too um the peak so i don't know because i feel like because there wasn't a lot of security there well i don't there might have had a ton of security but my point is is that if in fact security was there and Mm -hmm. they're protecting like the front line it still doesn't stop all those people behind from moving forward and bum rushing like, you know, just like, you know, yeah. pressing up against and trampling and like, I mean, it's it's almost like, where does it end? Where could this have been? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but it's like, it's honestly like, I don't know if you, because people are like saying the crowd was just so out of control, but it comes a point where all it takes is a really a few people to rush. And then after right. that, and then everybody after else. that, it's like. I'm not being out of control. My body is now being pushed beyond my control. Right. So it, exactly. it makes, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's only so much you can do once that motion is coming. 
towards you, it's yeah. kind of like, damn, everybody's pushing, but everybody's not trying to push. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And, it, and even just with the few people, hell, I know when swag surf comes on, the, you know, nah, 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 yeah. the swag. It you can know, get crazy. It's only yeah. a few people. It's just the started, and everybody's like, hey, you know, it's a, I'm not, I'm not, you know, people just go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, all they gotta hear is that beat. You're like, whoa, all they got that beat right now. It's been like, whoa. <laughs> I but hey, I'll tell you that besides Swag Surf, black people is not trying to rage out. Like, I don't know if we're trying to stop. No, 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 we're not. I'm not no. with the raging shit. Like, that word isn't even yeah. positive at all. Like, what do you get out of yeah. raging? Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not in our DNA to do that. Um, nor do we have a desire to. I think our, I think ours is just turn up. You know what I yeah. mean? Like let's get lit and turn up, and we all kind of know what our turned upness levels are before we're like, okay, we too turn. All right, I'm good. I got my, you know, right. I'm, I'm headed out. I got what I needed. I'm out. I'm gone. Peace. <laughs> Girl, so, we yeah, ain't trying to do all that tussling and shit with our new outfits. Oh, hell hell no. no, I am not. <laughs> I am not in my teens no more. And even then, I wasn't trying to sweat my makeup off, my hair out. You know, them, them days, you know, when, like, the club, the club, the lights come on and girls, their hair be sweated out because they've been twerking all night. You just like, It's gone too far. I'm trying to just go have my little sip, do my little two-step, and, like, keep it moving. Like, who seriously. See, look, see who I see in the cut. Like, okay, I see you, you know. And Girl. then be out. It's gotten to the point, like, it's so crazy out here. Like, don't even invite me if I have to be in general admission. Like, I'm not going. I'm not in right. nobody's general admission. Right. If they don't have a VIP section or something, I don't even that. ask me to come. <laughs> like, and for me, no. and I agree with that because actually, yes, we just had our homecoming. And my thing is, you got to be careful because some VIPs really ain't VIP. So you need to have the VIP to the VIP. Like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes they be trying to create the hype for VIP. And you be like, oh, you think you're about to get all this next level stuff. And you're right there with everybody else. With you're the drink. right there with everybody else. You're like, hell no. Nah, no. I'm like, what are what do they have? I want what they had. They walked right on in. No line. No way. Like, yep. what did they have? Yep. Oh, they had such, oh. And such and such. And girl, that's another reason that Travis Scott and them is fucked up because they escorted the VIP section like 20 minutes before the show was up because it was dangerous conditions. So people have like oh. footage of, of security making everybody in VIP leave the area like 25 minutes before the show stopped. So that lets you know right there, y'all knew it was dangerous. Y'all had already got word. So y'all escorted Kylie and Chris and Kendall and all the fucking Kardashians and them. You escorted them out before shit got crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all ain't right. Y'all are not right. Girl. Yeah. Ugh, I digress. It's it's just unfortunate. It is just un unfortunate. Because Kylie was there pregnant with her baby. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a dangerous yeah. situation. And you you walked away un <laughs> unscathed. <laughs> we both said that at the same time. Unscathed? You didn't have a scratch on you, girl. Yeah. Like of course she didn't you know of course not. oh lord mm -hmm. must be nice girl must be nice 
Must you know be when they pay nice. for VIP, they gonna get VIPZ, okay? VIP <laughs> again. That's what I'm saying. Got to be specific. <laughs> what VIP? Which VIP is this? Is this gonna become with a weight or what? Like I need to know. I need to be very clear before I get my money. So the it. so the homecoming concert, it wasn't VIP, girl. Girl. <laughs> It looked like you had good, like you were right there by the stage, though. Fine, it was fine. It was just if I had known what I knew, then <laughs> I would have just either paid for the next level of whatever that was, or just did general admission. Like it was cool. But yeah, I also feel like I could have probably talked my way down to the real VIP. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you talk yeah. to somebody, like, hey, 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 you know. And I could have did that. Like, I didn't have to pay oh. what I paid for what I got. But it was fun. <sighs> it was lit. Again, it was fun. It was lit. We turned up. Shout out to Juvenile. Shout out to Webby. Shout out to Crime Mob. Shout out okay. to Ball and MJG. Hey. Girl. <laughs> Baby, yes, you had turned. a good throwback moment. Girl, we had a good throwback moment. I was like, oh, man, they playing all the cuts. And then um, Too Short, I, I could have done without him. I really could have. Um, he, wow. He had the fewest of hits and took the longest amount of time on the stage. Like, I just, I mean, he was like, man, I could stay up here all night. We was like, no. No, like, Bring back. <laughs> Girl, I would have been done after I heard uh, I go on and on. (laughs) Like, you got this one song. (laughs) Then get your ass about here. (laughs) I mean, he was like, like, I'm going to take it back. He was like, how many of y'all, I'm going to take it back to 88. I'm going to take it back to 88. And where was y'all at in 88? I'm thinking, am I supposed to talk about being born? Talking about me being born? Being born, like, I was like, I didn't even know Too Short was out in '88. That means that I girl. am too damn young because I thought his hits just hit within like the '90s. I don't know. I'm not a Too Short <laughs> fan like that. So if y'all are Too Short fan, shout out Too Short. But I, I really could have done without him. So wow. But we had a great time. We nonetheless, we had a great time. So that's good. You had a nice, safe concert event. Safe, like it and, should be, and that. And that could have brought about some interesting people. And everybody was civilized. Everybody turned up. They had, you know, they had their juice, they they liquor, they, you know, because it's all about, you know, I forgot there was a meme that was like, how you hold the juice versus how you hold the liquor. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I can't really describe it. I'm going to have to find it and post it on our uh, Melanie Me page, but it was so true. But, um, but yeah, you know, everybody was just, just like a big old cookout. It was just like a cookout. And it was people wow. from everywhere, just everywhere. So it was, it was a great time. Wow. So. Glad you had fun. Man, we missed y'all. We missed you being here. That would have been, that, actually this year's homecoming was real light because it was raining really bad all weekend. Um, oh. Like not just like raining, but it was like pouring. Like it was a monsoon really. Um, yeah. fortunately for the concert, it was outside, but it wasn't pouring just so happened during that period. Thank God. But it still yeah. was rain. But that whole weekend girl was just pure rain. I was just like, this is a really? like a hot mess. Yeah, it was, it was rain, but you know, I still had a good time and the people I was with had a good time. So that's good. Shout out to yeah. 
Shout out Tennessee State. Yep, yep, yep. So, so what else we got about? Ooh, let's talk about um, Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. You saw that? Okay. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I saw it. She, um, yeah, you know, I'm into that show now, so, I'm so <laughs> I can actually talk to you about it. I'm so glad because for a while you were like, oh, I just can't really. I mean, I, it's cool and all, but he, so I'm glad. Well, I, I have literally never it, watched it. I never I watched if one you episode. Had stuff with it, I knew if you had stuff with it, you would have really enjoyed it anyway. Like if you just were to have like taken some time to just sit down and watch it, I was like, I know you would like it. Um, yeah, I had literally yeah. never watched it, which is so weird because I was actually raised in Potomac for a while. But, um, yeah, I binged it. I binged all five seasons, you know, previous seasons in, like, a few weeks. And Who's your favorite it, character? Um, who's your favorite and who's your least favorite? So, before, I, I, I really do enjoy Karen. I do like Karen. I do. I wouldn't call her my favorite, but I like her a lot. Right? I would say this season Surprisingly, Wendy's my favorite this season. Um, before that, I like Monique. I, I really like Monique. Yeah. So those are my favorites so far. I like Cand I liked Candace more than I have liked her in the last two seasons. So I feel like okay. when she first was on the show, I liked her. And now she's kind of just like a little bit of annoying. Um I feel like Ashley's annoying too, but she's entertaining. So I'll I'll let her go. Like I give Ashley a pass because I'm like she's annoying and she starts drama, but she's entertaining to me. So that's one thing. I feel like the worst is Robin. She's just like, ma'am, why are you here? <laughs> what are you here for? Like, mm -hmm. it's just she, to be I, up Giselle's I ass. How she has a job. To be yeah. up Giselle's ass, in my opinion. I mean, every that's single it. time. Like that's it. she, Giselle. I mean, nobody. I, I don't know. She's up Giselle's ass, in my opinion. But that's all she did, girl. She didn't speak this entire reunion. the The words that came out her mouth. The only time she opened her mouth was to say, "You guys leave Giselle alone. <laughs> she doesn't have to process things the way you process yeah. things." <laughs> like Robin. Uh, there you go again, <laughs> Captain Save a Giselle. You know. Like and Giselle's then, then she wonder why these rumors come out about them having some sort of secret romance because it's like y'all are doing too much y'all are very weird and extra so yeah. I don't know yeah I don't know I uh I, I love the show I love the show I've loved it from the beginning um it's definitely I, getting better it just gets better to me it does it definitely just it keeps does. getting better it does it definitely gets better um stories are evolving you know characters are evolving I think that Giselle I really think that we're probably seeing um unless she has another storyline I do see her story kind of like wrapping up um just because she doesn't really have much left girl she I can't mean, keep imagining these men that she was having no, a relationship I mean, with literally her storyline is running out like originally it was like okay Jamal Bryant we all knew who he was we all knew the scandal we all knew so it was like oh okay and then she was spicy or she is spicy and she's very very pretty 
Um, and then over time, it just kind of got really stale with her to the point where she had to always find herself in mess in other people's drama. And I, I just kind of feel do. like, she, yeah, I feel like she's just like the girl with the popcorn, like, you know, like, you know, you just feed her all the stuff. So she helps you sort through it or talk shit about you. Um, but yeah. I don't. And she thinks people supposed to like bow down to her or something like. Yeah. It's very I, weird. It, it's very weird, and she is by far the worst dresser, and it's so funny to me because every every season, it gets, like, worse and worse and worse, <laughs> and, and everybody still says the same feedback, and it's just so funny, and then, like, her, did you see her house that she remodeled, they, they, the West Wing? <laughs> oh, my gosh, she just gonna sell that house, because what are you doing, girl? Girl, you but you're, you're wasting white. your money. Baby, when I saw them white appliances, I was like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Girl, it's the out. outside of her house. Half of her house looks like a house, and the other half looks like the freaking it's, learning cottages. Like the girl, port. You know, like, back in the day when I your do. school added those learning cottages, like, was, the portable. It's very much an afterthought. I mean, it literally makes no sense. It's, it's not cohesive. Nothing makes sense. And it, it's really honestly sad. Like, I feel, I'm feeling bad for her because I'm like, they just keep ragging on you. Like, they just yeah. keep ragging on you. Like, girl, get you some business. Now, what I would like to see of it's Giselle. karma. What I would like to see of Giselle, if there was anything for me to see, would be um, what I feel like a lot of us would like to see is her to be a little bit more softer in terms of, like, vulnerability like not yeah uh, like even her even her kids you know what i mean are like mom like you're such a robot like you know they we don't even know a what vampire, a healthy like a vampire they're like we don't even know what a healthy relationship looks like that's the unfortunate part right because even with their dad you know and th those were his things that he did to their mom like she didn't have any part of that um but i think when she went back to him it was evident it was apparent like hell that they were so disappointed in her like that's their dad so they're always going to be like that's dad and this is mom but they were so you could just feel how disappointed pointed they were that they were back together for, it was kind of like why are you doing this and i see why are you doing now this? i see yeah. the energy because i'm going to be 110 percent honest i feel as if that was a business arrangement because she needed a storyline I don't think she was really with Jamal. I think the kids knew that she really wasn't with Jamal. I think yeah. that she was just trying to save face and have some sort of storyline and have some sort of like, you know, romantic interest. But she also didn't want to just bring some anything dude into the picture like she did before and keep switching out dudes. I don't think she wanted to do that. So she tried to like right. fill it in with Jamal. But Jamal just wasn't like playing the role. Like, you know, he no. was out here doing him. So, and the timeline doesn't add up. Like, yeah nothing adds up from what she said because at the beginning of the season this season she claimed that her and Jamal kind of broke up through the quarantine because they weren't really mm -hmm. talking and they weren't she wasn't flying back and stuff but quarantine right. didn't happen until like the end of March but now right. you're saying y'all broke up in like January but then exactly. he said he was single in December so it's just like y'all gotta right. get y'all story straight it's just right. strange. It's, it's strange. It's strange. It's it's really strange. Candace is annoying the shit out of me. Um, this this season, she's she's always been a little bit of annoyance. Like I've I I have liked her, but I'm starting to like be annoyed with her. Like I'm not I'm not saying I dislike her. I don't like her. I'm just becoming 
irritable, like increasingly annoyed with her. She's annoying. Um, and I feel like every time someone dish, like, yes, to her point, there are times more often than not when someone's bringing something to her and then she mm -hmm. does respond. But, you know, the way in which she responds is sometimes very crazy to me. You know what I mean? And my thing is too, like Candace, we are grown-ups, you know what I mean? Like, we can, obviously, she's extremely emotional, you know what I mean? She's extremely emotional. Hell, her husband can't even calm her down in even the biggest moments where I feel like she needs to, like, just calm the fuck down for a second. Um, but, you know, I don't know. She's just, she just, ugh, like, I like her. I like Candace, but she's just becoming annoying to me this season for whatever reason. And I can't really figure yeah, out she's, why. She's getting her, she's definitely getting her karma because, you know, she wanted to play the victim role so bad last year with right. the whole Monique situation. And now she's seeing how quickly, <laughs> just like that, they don't flip it on her. her. And now yeah. Bell and them are saying, well, if Mia would have hit you, oh, well, you know, now right. they're they're kind of backpedaling on how um what their stance was before because their stance before was oh candace can say whatever she wants to say but don't right. put your hands on candace but what you are seeing now is that candace provokes people she provokes she that physical contact and then she steps back like oh what i didn't touch you you touched me bitch will you provoke me by throwing objects in my direction correct and so and so you know what i'm saying so it's correct. just like my thing with candace is if you're going to be that um, quick-witted, I don't give a fuck, I gotta read for you type of bitch, then be that. Don't right. do that and then boo-hoo cry and say you're the victim of all victims. Like, right. you can't have it both ways. Well, like, I, I just don't I understand. Think, I think that's what it is that I'm tired of. It's just, I'm just tired of her crying. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, no one's even <laughs> I'm just, by you crying anymore. I'm just tired of her crying. Like, we had a whole season last sem last semester, last season girl. of her crying and her being victim and whatever her justified reasons were. But then this season, I'm like, I can't. Like, Candace, she said your stuff was low budget. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is throwing shots. One, this is Housewives. Like, we, we are here for the digs. We are here for the shots. Oh, no. Please don't tell me. Hello? okay there it goes yeah kick me out I don't know why I don't know so no I was just saying like when Candace was mentioning like um oh her, Mia calling her stuff low budget I'm like, I'm like oh yeah <laughs> Candace like this is real housewives if you can't take somebody calling your shit low budget Kenya Nini Sheree Karen Giselle I mean everybody throws some of the biggest digs and we all live for it. That's what we live for. The shade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just shut up and take it. Like throw something back. I mean, yes, she did kind of hit below the belt, but then again, she said she didn't know about Mia's mom. So I'll give her that. But you know, it is what it is. Like just, you can't cry about every single thing somebody says to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's real housewives. It's she not, just plays the victim so much. That's why it's really yeah. hard to like have sympathy for her because it's almost it's just like girl, mm -hmm. 
you're such a brat. Like, it's like, it's never your problem. <laughs> it's never your issue. And it's yeah. like, you sit up here and see like this, these arguments with Chris. He tries to be like the voice of reason to her. He does. And then she snaps on him and she disrespects yeah. him, like pushing him and cussing him, cussing him out and stuff. Like, my thing is, she got so upset right. talking about her mom ruined the relationship of her husband's side of the family or whatever. But it's like, okay, so they were mad at the comments that your mom made, but they weren't mad at you putting your hands on him and cussing him out every other episode. Like, which was hard to mad watch. About that. that was extremely <laughs> yeah. hard to watch. Like, I don't know yeah. why it's so hard for me to. <clears throat> I just don't like verbal abuse. I don't like physical abuse, obviously, for obvious reasons, but I don't like verbal abuse either. Whether it's a woman speaking to a man like that or a man speaking to a woman, exactly. so stuff like that is really hard to watch because I'm like, your mouth is so freaking lethal that. It's amazing to me the restraint that that man has in even sticking by you because I, don't get it. I would be out the door, you know, like, you know what? You and your mom can have had it. Like, I don't have to be a part of this shit, like, whatever. But Chris is, you know, in it to win it. So shout out to him. But, you know, it, it, it's, she's just a mess. She's a mess. Well, we um, don't know because the way she broke down talking about it will never be repaired and her family will never be the same. I'm just like, maybe Chris saw himself getting <laughs> belittled on this stream and he's tired mm -hmm. of it. Like, he's, he's taking it from you and he's taking it from your mama, like, on a public yeah. platform. Like, that's emasculating, for real. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. Hopefully they can work it out because I don't know who else would take, I don't know who else would put up with that. Like, that was just really, she's so disrespectful to him. It's just sad, honestly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, well. I'm excited to see the rest of the reunion and Nikki. Nikki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. She was asking those real questions. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I, I was like, seen, ooh. I hadn't seen it yet. I haven't seen like a clip of it yet, but I have heard that like she's apparently an Uber fan of all the Housewives um, editions. And she really came with it with the real questions. And she even, um, you know, kind of stood up to some of the girls in terms of like really digging in like hey why you know da, 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 da. like so she wasn't giving it easy to anybody so I was like that's good for me because at first I was like Nicki Minaj hosting a, uh, I really wasn't like feeling it but based on what I've heard I have heard great things so I'm I'm, int I'm intrigued yeah so. the word on the street is that her and Candace got into it so I mean uh -oh. not like physically yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, got into sure. it verbally a little bit so that should be interesting be um interesting. here's a lot of an, another little bit of controversy about the show this has come up about andy cohen so since um that reunion episode aired a lot of people have been saying that andy is like showing his bias more and more um against like the black franchises on housewives and the white franchises so basically they're saying like that moment where he kind of like checked um Candace and I guess he did some other little things they were just saying that like he never brings that energy to like the housewives of New Jersey the Orange County ones I don't watch the other housewives but apparently they're just uh saying in the streets that he shows some sort of bias um towards the black housewives and the white ones so I thought that was interesting that's interesting 
I wouldn't be surprised because I do know he be getting snappy. I've seen him get snappy a few times on Housewives of Atlanta, but I just assumed he was like that with all of the rest of the Housewives. But yeah, apparently, apparently they said those other Housewives be cussing him out, and he don't even really say nothing back. So, <laughs> like, oh. not they be cussing him out. <laughs> That's what they say. They say he let those other white so Housewives say whatever they want to say. To but him. you know, it's funny because with Atlanta they get with Andy's ass they will get yeah. they're like okay Andy okay you know they're getting with his ass I know especially <laughs> Nene she always been one to um baby she come, back come on Andy. come on she her clapbacks just I have literally watched on YouTube they have like um and I'm sure you've seen a glimpse of them but they'll have like uh, uh videos of like the top 10 shadiest moments uh, yeah. Nene Leaks or Kenya Moore <laughs> or Kenya and Sheree or and so it's nice to take a trip back down to memory lane and I'd be like man this this housewife is by far the funniest oh like, yeah shadiest like yeah. Phaedra and Nene and Kendra Sheree had when it was on it was on and it Baby. was so organic it was so organic was. because they didn't have nothing to like copy you know what I'm saying? It was just like, there was no president there. But now, I feel like sometimes, especially with Candace's reads, I feel like she tries so hard to read someone to make, like, a moment. You know what I'm saying? Because she, she wasn't have, like, like that. And if you know, she wasn't like that during her first season. Like, she mm -hmm. was very, you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't, she, I really don't even know who this girl is. She wasn't. Know? And, and it's again, like, I kind of feel like that about Portia, too. Oh, Portia's a completely different person. Portia yeah. A completely different person. Like, yeah. she, she went from, like, a muted housewife who was afraid to even talk to being, like, this just wild, crazy, like, you know, very open person. Like, she was never like that. At first, she was very prim and proper. What was his name? Cordell wouldn't let her go to the strip clubs. And, girl, she couldn't do shit. <laughs> You remember that? She was like, oh, Cordell is not going to like that. I can't go to the strip club. God, that was so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I had seen I had seen a, a video on YouTube of Portia and Kenya's top shadiest moments together, like, on each other. That shit was so funny because it stemmed oh, from yeah. the very beginning. It was from the very beginning. They're rivals. Um, They're rivals, yeah. Man, it's funny. It is so funny. Um, I always think I'm... about if I was on a housewife show, I don't think I would be able to keep up with all the shade because I would just, it, it, I mean, they just, like, dish it out, and it's so natural, you know? It's so freaking natural. Girl, they ain't got shit to do. They getting paid to throw that shade. Girl. <laughs> um shoot i just i'm i'm interested to see how how atlanta housewives is gonna go like there's been so many talks you know we know porsche's out cynthia's out yeah they said maybe nini's coming back hopefully uh, we gotta have somebody like that we have to have somebody like that to replace um sheree is coming back we do know that um i don't feel like sheree gives anything like she used mm -hmm. to, but I don't feel she like... She used to. And she also had a lot more going on back then. Like, she had yeah. a lot going on back then. Now, within the more recent time she's been on the show, she just, to Giselle's point, like, I, she just does not have a lot going on. I think the last thing that we saw of her was the dude that was in jail. 
and she kept getting those collect calls from Tyrone. I know, like, girl, we and, don't want to hear this. Your you prison know, bay. Prison bay and all the things. <laughs> and it was girl. just like, what? <laughs> it was I really beneath her. I was, was like, so really? But you know what? Like, it really? wasn't beneath her because apparently word on the street was that man had a lot of money and she had a lot of his money while he was in prison so that, you know, it wouldn't get like confiscated or whatever. I think he was into, don't get me to lying, but apparently he was into something because Mimi told it and was like, what was his name, Tyrone? I think it was Tyrone. I think it was. I want to say that it was. I can't. Oh my God. I'll have a name, but I could have sworn it was Tyrone. I think it was too, girl. I think it was, girl. It was something along that line. It was somewhere yeah. in there. Mimi was telling it all. That's so funny. Yeah. But shout out to um, Nini. Rest in peace, Greg. I, I yeah. absolutely loved Greg. I mean, I think any and everybody who has, you know, watched him, you know, like we have, we didn't know him or have known him personally, has literally had nothing but great vibes and great things to say about him. Um, even the things that I have seen from the show as an outsider, like his, he's always just kind of been like, in my opinion, like a voice of reason amongst whomever, you know, not even just on the show, but just like, whether it's, you know, a group of people, like Greg will say stuff to kind of just, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's really sad. I hate that he lost his battle to cancer. Um, but you know, yeah, it is. That's what it what I'm is. saying. It may it may actually help Mimi to be on the show because I know she fell out with Bravo and she said she'd never go back or whatever, blah blah blah. But that may actually be like a little bit of normalcy, like you know, give her something to do every day that mm-hmm. can kind of take her mind off like being without her soulmate. You know, she said Greg was her soulmate and everything. Like I just, I'm sure she just needs that distraction. I would, you know. She recently on the real as of last week so that she would go back she did say she would yeah. go back and mm-hmm. she said I heard she had some that. unfinished business with some of the girls yeah and that lets me know that she already probably been talking to bravo and she plans mm-hmm. to come back yeah yeah i hope because so. at first I she mean, was telling all of us like i think last year she was telling all of us to boycott she was like boycott bravo don't watch that shit they're racist they're this we was like, okay, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I just feel like if Bravo wants to shut this shit down, because we know Atlanta has been on a decline. It, it has not been popping. Shit, Potomac getting more, uh, you know, viral moments than Atlanta right now. So right. I feel like if they really just want to shut it down, get the streets talking, go viral. They have to bring Phaedra back. It, it needs to be a surprise. Phaedra's back. Like, you know what I'm saying? And everybody's just like. <gasps> I, I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Depending on what she has going on. But I think that she would be really great. Phaedra has always held her own. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I definitely agree with you on that one for sure. For sure. Yeah, because I feel so. like right now, as it looks right now, the show's going to be trash. Like, it's going to be who really the bad. New girls, I wonder who the newbies will be. Well, they announced one of them. One of them who? is, um, oh, God. I don't know her, but you probably know her. I want to say she's a, let 
Let me see. Because they know that they're bringing back um, Drew Sedora. <laughs> Why would you Which... say her name? You got to say the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I only know her Drew as Drew Sedora. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what is her name? She's somebody's wife or something. A reality TV star, Sonya Glam. She was married to former NFL quarterback Aaron Ross. Mm-mm. I don't know. I gotta see but, what she looked like. Is she black? Yeah, she's black. I think she's a. They. they I guess she maybe started. Uh, maybe she's an influencer now too. Oh, okay. I don't know. I hope she's just bringing some sort of heat or something because we you know Drew. I don't even know how she made it to <laughs> this next season. So. Oh, Whitney, you are ruthless. You are savage. Girl, am I lying? (laughs) Am I lying? You're not. I mean, I don't know. I don't even remember how she left off, what she had going on. Girl, now you know you remember how she left off with that, with her cheap ass not bringing a gift and putting that old wig in that box and claiming she had some tea. And it was like no tea. And it was like, oh, I'm play this tape recorder of this tea of Pastor so Embarrassing. <laughs> Who was like Pastor? Not only, not only did you not have a gift, you had a washed up, re- like in COVID times, you're going to bring a used wig. Baby, like, I can't, I can't. I was Last done. season was a mess. <laughs> it like, was a hot mess. Like, yeah, oh. she ended off with that stale tea, that wig. Oh. We literally saw Portia walk her ass into that lady house and steal that lady husband. Like, it's just like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, Portia got a whole show, bitch. We still remember you. We remember <laughs> Simon. Like, you walked in that lady house and said, oh, hi, I'm Portia. And Simon said, oh, hello. And you smoked that lady hookah, and then you was fucking that lady husband, like Portia. Oh my god, I can't, Whitney. You have got to chill. I can't. I'm saying, girl. I was thinking to myself, oh, the reports on Cynthia and her husband, Mike Hill. Oh yeah. You know, we don't know, but you know, it's. I'm not shocked. <laughs> that it's come out as a alleged you know source that he has been cheating um mike hill cynthia's you know husband um of like two years um but you know he has a past and he openly admitted that he has been a serial cheater for he did he wrote a whole book every every in, in every relationship in Every relationship. So it wasn't even like, you know, just like one, two times, whatever the case may be. It was like, no, I, I haven't, I've never been faithful. And then everybody was like, well, Cynthia, what have you done? Why do you think you can change him? <laughs> Why do you think he's going to now be faithful to you? It's like, what's that meme that's going around? Red flag, red flag, red flag. Red, red, flag, flag. red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, I would just be like, wait, what? You know, so. Oh, and then he has nothing but female friends. Remember? Oh, yeah. It's like 20 female friends. Girl, that was too much. It's all too much. Red flag, red flag, red flag. 
girl, if you like it, I love it. What that means in Black culture is, if you like it, typically I probably hate it, but <laughs> if you like it, I love it, sweetheart. You know, do oh. you? Um, but hopefully he's not, hopefully the rumors are not true, but that has been something that's just come out in a recent news. Yep, recent news. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, what else is there to talk about here? Insecure. Oh, yeah, insecure. Insecure. Shout out to uh, our co host, Whitney. Last uh, season. You may be in an episode uh, coming up, right? Maybe. You saw the preview Maybe. for the next episode? Yeah. And you saw the beach scene, right? I did. That's why I'm like, are we, will we get, will we see the cameo? Will we see the clip? Of- Girl, I don't know. I looked at the little preview. I was like, am I back here? But I can tell in those quick little seconds. But Girl. I, um, I was so shocked that episode was coming so soon. I thought that beach episode was like going to be at the end of the season. So. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think wow. about the episode? What do you think about this being the last season? And then what do you think about the season just in total as of right now? Like, is it? <sighs> well, of course, it's bittersweet. I love Insecure. I don't feel like there's another Black show out like it. So it's right. just like end of an era. Hopefully right. there's somebody else that can, you know, carry that torch or whatever. But I'm definitely going to miss Insecure. I already feel like I'm going to be pissed at the end of this season <laughs> because I feel like we're on the third episode. Nothing's really happened. Like, I just feel like it, it moved kind of slow. Like, Issa, you already know we're not getting enough episodes. The show is short as fuck. And I feel like it's just not moving the way I want it to move. So I'm kind of already just preparing myself to be disappointed when I get to that last episode because I'm going to want more. I already right. sense myself wanting more. <laughs> so I'm just like, what's happening here? Because I feel like, okay, the last episode with Lawrence and Condola, it had a nice pacing to it. It wasn't bad. But the first two episodes, I feel like went too quick. They were kind of like choppy. So it didn't really have like a cohesive story. It was kind of like just jumping around a lot. So I was kind of just like, what's going on a little bit? I had to watch the episode twice, like the first two episodes. And then this last episode that was just a Lawrence and Condola episode, I kind of feel shortchanged because we only have eight episodes. And then Molly and Issa wasn't even in the damn episode at all. So I'm just like, I really don't want to see just Condola and Lawrence for 30 minutes. The fuck? He has a baby. Their baby mama drama. Like, that could have been wrapped up in 10 minutes. We didn't need 30 minutes of that. We didn't need a whole so, episode. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. I mean, what you I'm, think? I'm, I mean, I'm just very <laughs> underwhelmed. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm very underwhelmed. I love Insecure. Um, I'm happy that it, it has um, been born and that we have been able to witness it. Um, the unfortunate part is, you know, that this is the last season and, um, to your point, I do feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it feels like, honestly, if she was going to do that, I feel like last season probably should have been done. Like it should have just been just, I mean, yes, there's 
a lot of un- unloose things and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if we need a perfect pretty bow to seal it off. Like it, it, it's not giving what I thought or what I feel like it should be giving. Um, it's not point, the 30 minute in one, you know, she knows that this has been the thing consistent. <laughs> yeah. <amongst> everybody <laughs> these 30 minutes about this. And I get it, HBO is like probably, you know, I don't know how all of that works behind the scenes, but I do know that she's come out and said that HBO will will only give 30 minutes. So, um, you know, it's it's 30 minutes. It's, um, I, I just feel like it's rushed. I feel like they're just put putting things out there. Like you said, it's nothing being cohesive. Um, I kind of yeah. feel like I don't even really know who these characters are, really. Like, because I feel kind of like, even with Molly and Issa, the relationship that they have now, it feels very... Fake. Fake. It feels yes. like, I don't know if the intent is for it to feel that way, or or if it's just, you know, they're like, doing a good job at it. Don't I don't know. Even know. We don't even know how they decided to kind of move Come past back. everything. Come back. Because the last episode, important. I think I think the last episode, the season before, they were kind of like eating dinner or something, or they went to that coffee shop or whatever it was, but they didn't resolve anything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, now they're just like, oh, we're back besties. And it's just like, exactly. we missed all that. But Girl. instead of showing us that, y'all want to show fucking Lawrence and Condola? Exactly. Like, I was gonna say, instead of a Lawrence and Condola <laughs> episode, they could have done a Molly and Issa, which would have been way more impactful because that was a critical... We fell in love with them. Like, best friends. It was relatable. Their jokes. Their their relationship. Like, we And everybody was identify. really invested in their, everybody like, disagreement. Really Everyone's like, yes. team Molly, team Issa. Yes. So everyone had their opinion. Yes. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. And honestly, and I was really like pissed about her dumping Lawrence the way she did. Like, don't get me wrong, it was savage. It was like, oh shit. But it was just kind of like why? that kind of seemed fake. Like it, it was, like, it was what? cool to dump him, but that was just like it was just thrown in there like last minute, like second thought. Yeah, I was it's just like, like pissed about it because I'm like, I wasn't pissed at the decision that she dumped him. No, but right. I'm just pissed about like all of it like how it just yeah i'm gonna tell you what it seems like to me to me it seems like all right it's Issa last it's Issa's last season of insecure insecure is a super freaking popular show so she has all these friends in hollywood that want to be put in the show cameos and stuff so we got kiki palmer coming in there kofi um i feel like she's trying to create characters get these people in she wants to squeeze in stuff like you know going to her alma mater stanford uh, apparently she's like the only one that's ever been allowed to film there. So I just feel like she's yeah. just like she was just trying to get all these like monumental things in, but the storyline mm-hmm. just isn't suffering. Suffering. <laughs> it's suffering. The it way we suffering. need it to flow. <laughs> but you know what? Unfortunately, this is what happens with a lot of shows that what do you call it? They call it like jumping the shark, like you know where it that last season if it's known that it this is the last season we're all like anticipating like ooh, like what like we're waiting we're we're like this is gonna i mean they've been working on this for two years we about to get yeah to get a motherfucking and then when it drops you're like oh 
hell no. Like, yeah. I know I ain't wait for, you know, so I feel yeah. like, I don't It's know like that it's... Game of Thrones shit. I didn't watch yes. Game of Thrones, but all y'all was very disappointed. Pissed as fuck. Pissed as the motherfucking muck. Okay? <laughs> sleep, sleep, sleep. Pissed. Pissed. I'm still pissed. I'm so Marlon was talking, my husband was talking about the other day, I want to watch Game of Thrones again because he's like a huge Game of Thrones. Like, I I came in on season eight. Like, I, <laughs> I, I still ain't watched it. You really would love it. Girl, I, I saw one flying dragon and I said, this ain't oh, for me. Oh, but I, I did it. <laughs> this ain't for me. <laughs> but like, I watched the first like two episodes and I've watched the first two episodes like a few times and I just could never get past yeah. the first two episodes. There's but only baby. so much like, I'm not into like Father, thou art thou, the I'm mistress of thou. But like, I can't do too much of that. Really, not that. <laughs> but that's what I thought that it was. I'm not. I'm not. I, you know me. You know. You know me. I would think that you would be more about it than I would. Like, you know, in terms of yeah. like not for it, but just like me. Uh, like, I mean, I can't so even I, watch Bridgerton, and everyone says Bridgerton. No, is so I can't. Good. Yeah, but I can't, I can't do no. those like accents like that. Like, I have to really, really love the story. Like, it's Listen, just, like, beyond me. Let, I'm going to say this <laughs> on camera. I can't, now, I can't get on Bridgerton. I can't, I, I have tried to watch that, and I'm not into it. But what I will say is, please give Game of Thrones. Give the first season a try before you make your decision. I'm not even going to say the first one or two episodes. Just give the first season a try. Right. And one of these know. days when I'm bored and I ain't got shit to watch, I will please. It think is. about it. It is the it, it is literally one of the best series of a show that I like known to man. I mean, it is that good. The acting, Not known to man, girl. <laughs> I'm saying like, you know, just, you know, it's, it's one of those that will go in the books, like go down in the books. Like it's very yeah. rare these days where you have good actors, good acting, good storylines, good filming, good yeah. shooting. Like, it, you know, it, it's usually one or the other. Like my sister loves, and I'm probably going to get slammed for this, but my sister likes Tyler Perry shows. Now she will say that the acting is terrible because I will be the first to tell her. Like I can't get into bad acting. Like if it's bad acting the whole way through, I, know. I can't. I can't get into it. My mama watched but, all those shows. Sisters, all of sister, them. I can't get. Mm -hmm. Sister, it's about the storyline. She's like the storyline's really good. So for me, I like if it's got all of the key ingredients. Baby, we who we cooking. Game of Thrones has all of the key ingredients. And like I said, for me to be up here being a stand for some damn Game of freaking Thrones, like blew my wig back. Blew my wig back. <laughs> Girl, and what I will say is I will go on record and say this. Do not get attached to any of the characters. That's why you're telling it. me it's just going to be on some Grey's Anatomy shit and everyone's going to die. Like it's not really like that though, but it's really like yeah, it's not yes and no, but not it's really not like that. But what I but again, what I will say is is that once you feel like oh they can't kill so and so off because you know there's always like the Meredith and the Miss Doctor Dreamy or whatever his name was, they're always through like if they killed Meredith, they killed them off in one, mm -hmm. then that would be like wow, Game of Thrones baby, they don't give a fuck. And it just keeps getting better. You're like, oh my God, there's no way they're going to be able to kill so-and-so. Like, they carry the show, right? Like, there's no way 
and then they kill him and you're like oh god this is gonna like how is the season gonna go on and it just gets better and better and better so until it doesn't because the finale was horrible season eight was was it was trash i mean i won't say it was trash trash but i expected more i expected yeah. more i'm gonna see i'm gonna see i don't like mid top medieval times type of I stuff did, but i don't either I'm i don't either i don't watch it but that shit is so when i tell you that shit is so freaking gutter like it is so like on some relatable yeah. shit like you'd be like but it's just oh, like as soon as they'd be like my lord is the father of the second. but they really don't like they talk like that, but they really don't talk like that. They talk like that, but they really don't talk like that. When you, I promise you, the they don't talk like that. I was forced to watch, girl. I had about a good 10 minutes before I tuned out because it's too much of that, like, Shakespearean, you know, but to each his own. I may watch it one day. I'd say yeah. give it a season. I would say give it a season because the first one or two episodes, I never watched it for, like, three, four years because I could never get past those two episodes. Yeah. And then once I was like, you know what, I'm bored and what else am I doing? Because everybody's on this shit. Let me just stick with it. Oh my god, like after the third or fourth episode, I could not stop watching. Yeah, so. I get on stuff really late anyway, like that type of stuff. That's not and in I my genre. That way too. I prefer yeah. that too anyway, because specifically when you're a fan of the show, you have to wait until the next season. So when all of these people were waiting for a full year until each of the seasons kept getting dropped, I was able to yeah, binge watch just binge watch it. two weeks. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like yep. a bonus for me. But That's how yeah. I was with Breaking Bad. I did not think Love I would like Breaking Bad. Bad. And when Love I started Breaking watching Bad. it, I mean, I watched I it 10 years it. after it came out, but it was just like so good. It was oh, so wow. good. Sometimes I think about rewatching it, but I can never, I can't get back into it like I was the first time. That's one of the things. Like, I can't go back. I tried to go back and rewatch it just because, and I couldn't stick with it, but it was so yeah. good. It was so freaking good. Yeah. Wow. So anyway. did you listen to the um, Summer Walker's album? I have. I really Fell over it. It, <laughs> I really it went like viral. It. Mm -hmm. I really, really like it. Um, I, uh, I I think I texted you and I was like, damn, what did London do to her? He was like, girl. Whew, just, girl, yeah. he, he put that hurt in that music. You know, Just listen to the are. track. She tell you what he do. <laughs> she tells you where for like, hurt. I, uh, I was, I had sent you something that I was gonna, oh, it says Summer Walker album didn't really hit for me because I'd be the one traumatizing niggas. Right. So I was like, like girl, must me. be nice for you. Must be nice, girl. I was like, that's more me now than it was, oh, she sold her a house. Um, I was looking at something to see that meme, but yeah, um, no, that's more me now. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm not London on the track. I'm not like that. No, no, no. I'm not trying to put that out there. But what I will say is, is that, you know, it is, it does feel good to be on the other side of that because I have been in a relationship where, you know, um, I can relate. And even in her songs now, there's still relatability there. And it's just great music. You know what I mean? I don't have to relate to really. But sometimes when you really be relating, that shit really hit on a whole nother level too. You know what I'm saying? But I really enjoyed her album. Um, I, I need to listen to it more. It's kind of like, you know, how you got to let stuff marinate and season and, you know, you got to listen to it more and more and more. So I need to keep listening to it. Cause that's how it was. I wasn't like that with her first album, not her first album, this last album that she had. 
it was like I fell in love with it I really like this album I think I'm just in a different place so um, that was her first album the last one she had was, her was first it one. okay yeah, this so her what second was album. it that so what was it a mixtape then that I heard with like wasted and oh um, yeah that's a little EP um, EP okay okay so then her <laughs> first album loved it fell in love with it still love this album like I don't want to take anything away from it I do really right. love this album. I just, I want to keep listening to it to really connect even more. Yeah, I'm a huge Summer Walker fan. I listen to a lot of her music, like a lot of her unreleased music on SoundCloud and um, YouTube, because she has a lot of songs that are just like oh. circulating. Just like, she's kind of like Wayne back in the day when Wayne just had all these songs out that weren't on the radio. They were just like right. mixtape songs. So like she does a lot right. of those. Um, but I was very impressed with this album. Like this album gives me confession vibes from Usher because it's so like personal and it has like right. a story. It's like a whole story. It's so cohesive. It's it's honestly like an audio theater. Like if you listen to this album, you have to listen to it from track number one all the way through. Because all the way through. Can, everything changes. It's so fascinating because she starts out yeah. the album defending London on the track, talking shit about the other baby mamas, telling everybody, I'll never take y'all word against my man. My man is everything. And then slowly but surely, it starts to turn into, damn, you leaving me out here. You acting like the other bitches. And then, I mean, yep. you acting like the other niggas. The other niggas. And then yep. at the very end, it gets to, fuck you, fuck your mama. Like, yep. <laughs> you ain't yep. shit. And then at the very, very end, we get to, well, Lord, help me get better. You know? And that isn't that like the natural progression of like a relationship, like a yeah. stage, not progression, but I'm saying like those are like the stages of heart, heart of like relationships. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so in love. Like, you know, he told me the sky is yellow. I believe it's yellow, even though I'm seeing purple, bitch, it's yellow because he told it to <laughs> no. me. And then it's like, you know, then you start to get like a little bit sad. And you're like, hey, wait, what's going on? Then you start to get pissed, and now you're, like, angry, and now you're asking for forgiveness. Like, Lord, help me. Like, it, it's just, like, so I, I, I definitely can relate to that. Absolutely. That's how it is. Yeah. You know? I know she is. better win some Grammys. I know she got to win a Grammy off that. That shit is yeah. really good. It's really good. And like, I loved how Cardi B had told her in that clip of um, just basically, like, put – put that all that pain which is what we like to do we like we as people like artists yeah. to do that anyway we love I'm sorry you had to go through the pain but I love some artists I do love the pain being in the music like Mary J Blige I, and, you know I like pain in music yeah I'm hoping that that was like a script that she read and that wasn't like no real message because I'm like, Cardi, how do you pick up the phone and be like, hey, girl, I don't know if it's true or not. not really but yet she. But, but if it she. is true, you need to tell. I'm like, girl, you just said you don't even know you if it's know, true or not. I'm sure it was a script. I'm absolutely sure it was a script. Girl. Um, and then she like, she puts her personal shit in it. She was like, who cares? They may want to know why you could, why you choose to stay with your nigga. That's not, that's not their business. That's your business. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cardi, that's yeah. your life. Yeah, yeah, you projecting, boo boo. You're projecting, you're projecting. Um, oh, so funny, but yeah, so I, I did like that. She said, put it in her music and cap it, get your bag, stay in your bag, sis. You know, girl, she know that's what bag. she do. 
That's so, what she do. But yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um. Yep. 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 All right. I feel like there was something else we I wanted to talk about, but I can't. Um, I was trying to look on. I don't know. We get on here and start talking about the most random things. We do. It just turns, it evolves into something else each and every time. I swear. Every time. Oh, I see that you posted Stevie J files from Force from Faith Evans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny. I, I'm not sure why Poor I'm things. laughing about that. But I actually liked them as a couple. I thought it was kind of weird at first, but then I was like, well, maybe she, you know, is trying to change him and he's actually yeah. listening to somebody. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I something yeah. I was gonna say. Um, well, I guess I could have sworn there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh no, there's been so much stuff in and out of the media. I do want to shout out BMS, um, 50 Cent's new sh- latest show. Mm-hmm. Really good. I really enjoy watching it. Really great acting. Um, did you see what happened to drama this week? Or no? I'm I just did. Showing it out. Oh. I, no, I didn't see. No, 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 no. Because me and Marlon will wake up early Sunday morning. Not be, intentionally early, but we'll watch the episode Sunday morning. And um, I remember, what was I doing this weekend? So did y'all catch it before they took it down? No, but there was something that oh. I was just going to say. There was something I was doing because we I, I wasn't able to watch it. But when I thought about it, I was like, ooh, I was like, babe, we got to watch it when we get back to the house. And then I started seeing all this commotion about, like, the show being taken off, the, the episode being taken off. And I'm thinking, like, and I sent it to him because I was like, is this true? Look this up. Like, is, can, you, can you watch the episode? See if you can pull the episode up. And, um, you know, that's when he started to talk about, you know, what really happened. But that's crazy. Yeah, because you know how 50 Cent does those hiatuses in his shows. He always does yeah. that. Like, he'll do a week with no show. So it was apparently not supposed to be an episode on Sunday, but stars mm-hmm. accidentally or non-accidentally released the show. And um, he found out about it. I guess it was up for a few hours and they pulled it because I started watching it and it literally cut off in the middle of me watching it. And I probably watched it like 12 o'clock in the afternoon um and then they cut off in the middle of me watching it I was like what the fuck and then I went back and I'm like oh hell no and then I went on YouTube and I was like oh they got it bootleg on YouTube so I watched it on I started watching it on YouTube they cut that shit off in the middle I was like wow (laughs) I thought the reports that I had or the headlines that I had saw or I had seen were it it was as if the Fifty Cent wanted them to take the show down. I'm sorry, as yeah. if Fifty Cent didn't want them to take the show down, because the first post he wrote was, "This is crazy. Why would they take the show down? This is absolutely preposterous. Like, why would they do this?" That's why I had texted my husband and was like, "Go out there and see if the episode is really removed, because Fifty Cent is saying that it should not be." And then that's when Marlon was like. Well, apparently they want stars wanted to align the season finale of BMF with um his other show, uh, what is Power it? Two. Ghost Power Two. He they wanted it to be kind of like a back to back thing 
And in order for them to do that, they needed to like remove the episode from this week to align it so that, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, that seems kind of weird, but you know, so that's what I thought. So now, yeah, the headline says, the headline says, stars, um, it says, stars blames technical glitch for early BMF digital release after 50 Mm. Cent bashes, bashes them. So, and then I heard reports saying that. They took the episode off too because there was some violence or something, not violence, but there was something inappropriate. I don't know. You know how people start to take bits and sound bites of whatever they want and spin it, but I don't know. So all I know is I didn't get to see the episode Sunday. (laughs) So (laughs) hi, humble beast. Hope you enjoy your night too. Got people commenting. Okay. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Um, but yeah, so I guess, I guess I'll watch it along with Insecure on Sunday. <laughs> this right. Sunday. I know it's oh out there already. Bootleg. Yeah. Um. I find it. I remember when you sent me a clip of Ghost. Was it you? The last episode where he got shot. It was like a, remember oh, yeah. when we were like, who shot Ghost? And it was like, oh, and people were sending it like little leaked. clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like His shows always it. get leaked, so I don't know yeah. who is doing the leaking, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, too. Sorry, it was funny. You said I don't know who's doing the leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dropping them things. Sounds like an inside job to me. <laughs> definitely, definitely inside oh, job. Shit. Girl. Oh man, that's funny. Mm. Well, but um... I ain't got nothing else to talk about. Okay, girl. <laughs> Audience, y'all got anything for us to talk about? All three people in here? <laughs> Why did you make me laugh? What? Oh, shit. <laughs> funny. I've got the giggles anyway, but oh boy, this was good. This was really good. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, very fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, make sure you're following Melanin and Me podcast. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Make me laugh. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, you name it, all streaming platforms. We are. We're going to start to post more consistently. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> we absolutely are. This really um, shouldn't have taken us this long as it has, because especially because live is so easy to do and access. Who knows? I may. Um, uh, if you have time, we can go live while I'm in Cabo, and um, that'd be cool. So, <laughs> if you have time, <laughs> no, like, well, I don't want to assume. You know, like, damn girl, you know, just most times you don't have time, so I don't want you to assume I got time. So, so it's like, if you have time, you know, me being courteous to what you got going on too. That's all. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. y'all. Oh, I don't ever want to assume anything, you know. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. what you got going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> you just let me know. 
<laughs> okay, girl. Well, until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye, Nelly. Bye, Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs>